nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at TomBernardShow.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18-hole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to TomBernardShow.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. TomBernardShow.com. Keyword passport. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. Kevin, you're not talking? What? Why is this number? Tevin Pittman? Can't hear anything. Oh, oh. Ari's having issues, I think. <laughs> Andy Brampernard. And we'll get back. Ari Manis is in studio. Uh, he's in town. Josh, what are you riding? A, an exercise oh, bike uh, there, Josh? I'm outside yeah. riding a regular bike. It's beautiful here. Here we well, go. It's not, usually I not have a, a regular. I don't have an exercise bike. I have a regular bike that's set up on a on a trainer, so you don't go any place. It's very mm-hmm. safe, so I don't fall off. But if you do see me fall off, I'll yell out and scream, and you can call nine one one. We'll call nine one one. Yeah, Ari, does that make you a little uncomfortable watching uh, watching him ride a bike the whole time you're here? It might make me more comfortable to show that he doesn't take himself too seriously. He's a, <laughs> he's a man who's been through a lot, and he just does not care about anything in the world. No question. Ari, where are you from originally? San Diego. What about you? God, well, Minneapolis, Minnesota. I was born in Long Prairie, Minnesota, a town of about four people. But I'm other sorry than to that, hear that. But, you know, hey, it all works out. No, it's actually a beautiful area. It all works out in the end. I'd rather so be in Florida. I'd rather be where you are now. Well, it's kind of nice. Except for, I, I'll say this again. I said it on the morning show, and I'll say it again, Ari, that we went on a We took uh, Andy. Andy's with us on the show here. We took his son and wife out on a boat trip. And when you're in uh, the intercoastal or on the ocean near Palm Beach, they will stop the boat and go, you see that house there? That house belonged to Andre Agassi. 
And uh, he got divorced and left the house a long time ago. And I believe uh, she tried to get the house from him because it's worth $30 million. Uh, and then we get a little further down the line. Then it was oh, Bernie Madoff's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tried to give that to his son, but that didn't work. So I don't know who owns that now. But then we got to Sylvester Stallone's house, which is worth $60 million. But, wow. Ari, that's not the tap. That's not the topper there. The topper is Mark Cuban. He sold his boat to the former CEO of Sears. Now, Sears didn't exactly go out of business at the high end here, right? No, I don't know how he has a whole lot of money. They're still around. He's a a former hedge fund manager. Yeah. And it was his his hedge hedge fund uh, that that owned it or that got him all the money. How do you know that, Josh, you nerd? (laughs) <laughs> he does look nerdy. I will tell you that. But yeah, how do I how do I know know that? Because a long time ago, in a faraway place called Minneapolis, uh, I invested in a little company called Kmart that this particular uh, guy bought, and he was a former Goldman Sachs uh, investment banker who, at 25, became the youngest partner. Uh, he left. Goldman Sachs seeded his initial hedge fund, and eventually he bought Kmart out of. Essentially, was bankrupt, but it owned a lot of real estate. Oh, sure. My reason to buy Kmart at the time was they owned all this real estate. My father, who was in the shopping center business at that time, said that Kmart owned the second largest amount of real estate in the country. So I was looking and saying, you buy all this real estate, you stop the blue light specials, and you convert the real estate to the, the retail real estate to something, something else, and you can make a lot of money. Instead, he bought Sears. And the stock ran up and then ran right back down. But he, as the uh, owner of the hedge fund, continued to collect a lot of fees. A lot of fees. Well, let me put it this way, Ari. So we're turning around, going back toward the house, and there's this gigantic ship. It's not a boat. It's a ship. And it was Mark Cuban's boat. But Mark Cuban sold it to this guy that Josh is talking about, for $300 million for a boat. I mean, it's a ship, but $300 million for your boat. You're in the right place. That's oh, where you want to be. I'm in the wrong place because you get depressed as hell. You go, I thought I was doing okay, but I guess comparatively, it's, things aren't going too great. That's the problem. A lot of hot babes in Florida. That's what I like about oh, Florida, all the well, babes. Well, San Diego doesn't do too badly. You're either. right about that. No question about that. No, no, no doubt at all. Now, Ari, uh, are you interested in the markets at all and all the rest of that stuff? A little bit. I have a Robin Hood. All right. I have Robin Hood gold. I have, a, I have a Robin Hood. Yeah, I got a, I got a Robin Hood account with some stocks in there, and I got and the S and P five hundred. I got some crypto. Yeah, I got some Bitcoin <laughs> and Ethereum. I'm kind of an investor. There's nothing Good. wrong with that. The sell, I bring the- sell the Bitcoin. Sell. 
idea theory. No way. To the moon, oh, baby. <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> yeah, if I had listened to you, I would have bought Kmart. No, thank you. Yeah. Oh, well, that's pretty good. I did make money on Kmart. I, I made more on Bitcoin, uh, Josh. Bitcoin. You know how you rich I am? Me. You know how rich yeah. I am? He has yeah, a you have, one, you have one, one Bitcoin, and you're up at $50,000. Yeah. Sell, sell the Bitcoin. Sell the Bitcoin and go buy a company like Apple, buy a company like Amazon, buy a company like Live Entertainment. Right now I'm doing probably, right now I'm rocking the Nvidia. What do you guys think about that? I think that is wonderful. Yeah. Take a take a little off the table. <laughs> take a little profit from Nvidia. It's gone up. It's a fairly expensive uh, company. Yes, they are the leader in uh, generative AI at, at this particular time because uh, people need uh, the chips that they manufacture, the GPUs uh, that are super high speed. They're getting into some software, and the guy who runs the company is incredibly uh, smart. Asian, I believe. They're they're pretty smart people. Are they? That's what I heard. Well, <laughs> that's what I heard. Okay. Yeah, um, they're, they're 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 smart. They're almost almost as smart as as some other other people. Were you gonna say white people? You racist? No, I'm no. not gonna say say white people. <laughs> I have been accused of being a racist, a homophobe, what? Uh, a sexist, uh, can, and, and a few other ists. Well, I thought I was uh, the only one. No, no. no and that, was just, that was just my rabbi accused me of those things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. The rabbi went after you. That's wonderful. I, I do have to bring something up here. Well, we're, the reason we're talking about this, and we should talk about it at length, is I saw a news report uh, a couple of nights ago, and then I did some research on it, hopped on the Internet and checked it out, and it is absolutely true. They are now saying, and across the board they're saying, if you think you can get a job, even a well-paying job, and make it in this world, you're 100% wrong that you cannot, you cannot make it in the upcoming world unless you invest your money uh, with a professional. They said it over and over, and I went, was this an ad or what? what? It was not. It was a story, and they truly believe that you cannot make it on your income alone anymore. So, Josh, Ari, Tevin, Andy, what do you think of that? You guys can start out uh, because <laughs> I think I'm we going, all know Josh. I'm, be, I'm very biased. biased yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm an investment advisor. Yeah, I, I would say I'm, I'm biased. I'm like Ari, where you know I'll downloaded the Robinhood app and I'm definitely trying to mm -hmm. get into it because you know bills need to be paid and there right. if your money can make you money, I think that is a win win. And I look at it a lot like gambling, which maybe isn't the best look, but it's you know you're gonna win some, you're gonna lose some, but you gotta you know kind of take that chance to mm -hmm. you know get in while you can. And if you're gonna spend your money on something that maybe I don't need, I might as well take a chance on a stock that could at least make me some money. Yeah. Problem is you gotta have money in the first place. Right. Well, you don't need, you actually do not need a lot of money. You need, you need time more than, more than money and a decent return. Now, since Ari uh, said that he owned uh, uh, an S&P index fund, is that correct? Yeah, I believe it's Vanguard. 
S&P okay. 500 through Robinhood. I have $300 going to that every single month, See, as well that, as 150 that... going towards your favorite crypto, Bitcoin, <laughs> and Ethereum. <laughs> the future. Oh, yeah, let's not invest in the future. Let's just invest in the boring S&P 500 that's been around for a century. Yeah, okay. The that's your the grandpa's here, here investment. Here we go. Here we go. The S&P 500 that's been around for a century is only at an average return of 10% a year. Oh. That's, that's over the over the century. That's yeah, if you want to be a conservative. One, one balance. Okay. You can be be conservative with that. But that, that only doubles your money every seven years. NVIDIA went that's up 16% all. yesterday. I understand. I will not tell you how fast it went down several years ago. Yeah. <laughs> You so, two are a perfect match, by the way. <laughs> several years ago, went down, and now over from several years ago, it's up sixteen hundred percent. I think. Yeah, most of the most of the people who invested several years ago are finally making money in Nvidia, and yes, and they the stock is zoomed up. And I'm not, uh, I am not an owner of it at this point in time. I think the stock is too expensive on both a price to sales and price to earnings basis. Um, it's, I'm not going to say it's not the future, but utilizing artificial or generative artificial intelligence definitely is, is the future. And more companies are starting to utilize the technology. At some point, once you put in the, the hardware, and, there, and we are in a point in time where uh, the need to expand the hardware make changes uh, and upgrade all the hardware, including the data centers that are going to store all this data that's going to be needed for generative uh, artificial intelligence. Once that is built out, and that's going to take a few years, um, the, the need for that many chips is going to, uh, we'll say, slow down. Now, I, I am a little biased towards chips, and yes, I have made money trading NVIDIA. I am not in it now, nor am I in any other chip company at this point in time. If I was looking at chips, I would tend to look to uh, the development, well, I'll say the manufacturer of the chips like Taiwan Semiconductor uh, more than anything else. And, uh, but the future is still in technology. Broadly speaking, technology is not an inflationary uh, asset. It's a deflationary asset. And that is, broadly speaking, where a lot of growth is. And the utilization of technology in different types of businesses uh, definitely is going to accelerate those businesses. So somebody thinks of the boring S&P 500. Yes, it's not crypto. Uh, currency, which to me has zero to back it, back it up. That is, to me, manufactured out of thin air. NVIDIA is a real rock-solid company that is now the third largest company by market capitalization in the world behind just some other boring companies, Apple and Microsoft. Or maybe it's Microsoft and Apple. But now NVIDIA is ahead of, in terms of valuation, uh, Google and Amazon. So when you talk about the boring S&P 
500, there are companies, you know, boring companies that have dropped off. And if you want to play it safe, get the SP 500. No, no doubt. Correct. Do that. But if you want to make it to the big leagues, if you want to make it on a radio station like this, like we're on right now, like me, if you want to, if you want to be a big star, you get a credit card, you max it out on Bitcoin, you take out all the money and you get all the Bitcoin you can with a credit card and you just sit there and wait. And boy, oh boy, you'll be owning that $300 million yacht from Mark Cuban. Pretty damn yeah, soon. Yeah. Well, I don't think uh, Mark Cuban's make it, made all his money in Bitcoin, but that's uh, that's something else. And I don't think, you know, if you talk about yachts, um, the uh, now executive chairman of a company he founded, uh, Jeff Bezos, mm -hmm. uh, has just a smaller yacht that he's got parked someplace because whoever the yacht architect forgot to. Uh, measure the bridge right uh yep. so they're going to either have to uh cut the cut the boat's height move the bridge or build another 500 million dollar uh, vessel that uh, jeff bezos is going to park outside his house oh i know ari you live down the block from <laughs> from jeff bezos on indian creek uh uh, island in Miami, right? I will be. Yeah, what's, okay. the, <laughs> once those credit cards maxed out on Bitcoin yeah. pay off. Yeah. 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 And, like, your, and your credit card's interest rate is how much? Oh, you don't even pay attention to that kind of thing. It doesn't matter because then you're thinking short. See, then you're getting in this old school thinking. You just got to think to the moon, baby. Yeah. To I, the moon. Yeah, I, I know. Well, I'm, I'm old school. I'm an old guy. Yeah. yeah, you're risk averse, Josh, is what you are. And I like Ari's no, trick of thought. I can't say I'm not risk averse. It's Ari, uh, Ari's looking for the next GameStop type scandal. That's, that's right. what I'm looking for. Yeah. Is this Ooh. quick? How can we get our investment to go up like 500 percent in about 15 minutes and then cash out? Go big or go okay. home. There you go. <laughs> but in any case, you're talking. Um, my my point is, it's not the amount of money; it's the amount of time that you have. And I think one of the things that Ari's doing by putting money away on a monthly basis into, we'll say, the S&P 500 is that over a period of time, just from doing that, he can be a multimillionaire. Oh, Ari. Now, um, many years ago when my uh, boys were in, in high school, I was invited to talk to their uh, economics class. And... I said to the class, and at that time, the putting money into an IRA, the max was uh, two grand. And I had said to these kids that if they started putting money away, they were 17 and 18, $2,000 a year for the next five years. They'd put away $10,000 at the average return on the S&P 500. They put away that $10,000, $2,000 a year for five years, left it alone. When they turned 65, they'd have a million bucks. Just through the magic of count compounding. So they had a lot of time at with that money compounding. Uh, there's, a, there's another very old guy whose company... 
is releasing their annual report tomorrow. He lives down in Omaha. He's 93, and I think he's probably maybe the sixth richest man in the world today, uh, Warren Buffett. Very, very uh, conservative. But that's his big thing. You don't have to be very aggressive. You just need time, solid businesses that can compound uh, compound their earnings and compound their dividends over a period of time to become wealthy, which leads to the next, next thing that Ari is doing uh, is not only putting the money away on a monthly basis. My guess is that because you're self-employed, I'm guessing you're self-employed. I am, yes. Okay, you probably your accountant, another old guy, had suggested to you to reduce your taxes, set up a set up a uh, an SCP, a simplified employee pension or profit sharing plan, where you could put away up to twenty five percent of your net income. So that reduces your taxes. If you're working for a company. You could probably put that money either into an IRA or a 401k. And if you do not take advantage of putting that money away into these tremendous uh, tax deductible uh, investment accounts, you're dumb. <laughs> well, that's very direct. Oh, uh, well, yeah, you're, you're dumb. And just continue to put that money away. Because at some point in time, maybe not for a self-employed individual like Ari or myself or you, Tom, or or Tevin, uh, or even Andy. Geez, I don't see Super Dave here. No, uh, he couldn't make it. Oh, he couldn't make okay, it today? Well, That's too no. good. Okay, well, Super Dave is not self-employed. Um, but for Super, you know, for Super Dave, but for uh, self-employed people... You can continue working until they put you in the box. They being, my kids put me in the box. But a lot of people who work for companies, uh, the likelihood of you continuing to work forever is slim and none. And I think Slim just got up from his bar stool. Uh, so you're going to need some money to replace the income that you're generating and by putting money into a retirement vehicle, SCP, IRA, 401k, and investing that in something. What uh, about baseball stayed. cards? Oh, we Ooh. like baseball cards. Yeah, I'm talking like Tony Gwynn rookie card. Oh, I was, I was, I was thinking of my old Mickey Mantle card. Or that, or even older. Mm. Well, as I said, you're, you're, you're a young guy, and you, you even remember Tony Gwynn. Oh, yeah, Didn't I'm putting a lot of money in a Tony Gwynn and Charizard. That's where a lot of my money goes. For <laughs> I sold my Pokemon cards yeah. like two years ago. Got basically nothing for them. 200 bucks. You sold okay. too soon. Too soon, Andy. Too you got to hang in help. there. <laughs> I, I, like, I like my old Topps baseball cards. Some of them still even smell like the bubble gum. Wow. Oh, there you go. Is that text you're sending so important that you miss your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, 
your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. Did you know that your internet service provider knows every single website you visit? And what's worse is they can sell this information to ad companies and tech giants who will then use your data to target you. ExpressVPN puts a stop to this. It creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so that your online activity can't be seen by anyone. You can use ExpressVPN on all your devices. It works on everything's phones, laptops, even routers, so everyone who shares your Wi-Fi can still be protected even if they don't have ExpressVPN. I was a tad worried about adding it because I was thinking it might slow down my computer, but there was absolutely no change in speed. ExpressVPN is the world's number one rated by VPN by Mashable, The Verge, and countless others. So if you're like me and believe your online activity is your business, secure yourself by visiting expressvpn.com slash Bernard today. Use my exclusive link, expressvpn, that's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash Bernard. And you can get an extra three months free. That's expressvpn.com slash Bernard. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I have to do a. I have to do an, an. I have to honor Ari here by asking, where are you appearing this weekend, Ari? Uh, this weekend I'll be at the Bloomington Mall of America performing at the House of Comedy. We have Excellent. five shows left. You two have tonight. Five left? Yeah, two tonight, two tomorrow, and one on Sunday. Wonderful. The staff goes. Oh, like how come some comedians do five shows and how come some do six? And I said, well, the ones that are successful don't stay on Sunday 
and the ones that aren't say, we'll do whatever you want us to. So that's me. I'm doing whatever they tell me to do. That's why I'm here with you guys. That's why I'm doing Sunday show. No. You didn't want to be here, no, but no. you are. I had to wake up early, but no, it was fun. You guys are the, great people. The staff will unknowingly humble you quick by just asking a basic question. It's like, it's like little kids. No, last night, uh, about 15 people showed up to the show. And I get there, and the guy, the manager, I guess your replacement, Tevin, he says, <laughs> yeah. um, hey, if there's not enough people, we're going to cancel the show. And I was like, Ooh. hmm, you know it would be more embarrassing than 15 people is canceling show. So I went down into the mall, and I barked for my own show, and I handed out tickets and got 20 what? people up there. And they're like, we've never seen a comedian do that before. And well, I said, I have no shame. Yeah, no, there's, <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a handful of comedians from back in my day that they would grab a handful of tickets and everybody with a pulse they were handing tickets yeah. to. So, yeah, yeah, you're not alone. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, that'll happen. Uh, Ari, do you think, are, are people showing up at shows around the country as you try? I assume you're traveling all over America and maybe other places as well. Are people reluctant to go to to? Any live performance now? They don't I, go to the movie theaters anymore. I think the game movie. has changed where it yeah. used to be yep. a comedy club. House of Comedy is one of the few where people will come because they just want to go to the House of Comedy. They go, oh, yeah, we heard of this place. We want to go check it out. But for the most part, you got to be famous now. The game mm -hmm. has changed where I've oh, been very sure. lucky where I've gotten to open up for famous people that sell tickets and – and that's great. But yeah, if you're not famous, you aren't going to make as good of a living as you would in the 80s doing stand-up. You know what's amazing about that, though, Ari, is that you coming in this morning is a really good thing. Because all those guys, I've been doing this for 54 years. So having comedians on all the time, all the rest of it. A lot of comedians now, the big-name comedians, don't do podcasting or radio shows because they have their own podcast. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's a, that that has all changed as well. Um, I've known so many guys for so many years that a lot of them still do show up when they come into town. Not all of them, though. There are guys that I've known for years that just don't do morning talk shows anymore. Yeah, they, and they some to. of it is that, yeah, they don't have to. Their shows are sold out. They go, I'm good. Yep. It's pretty cool. That's exactly yeah, that's where I want it. One day, I hope, maybe a year from now, maybe two, maybe ten, that they're like, hey, do you want to do Tom's show? And I'll go, absolutely not. No, forget <laughs> no, no. The reason he's not going to do that is no, Bitcoin. He's going to laugh. He's going to say, oh, there's there's that old guy. Josh is still on. Josh told me to sell my Bitcoin <laughs> at 50000 My Bitcoin is now 100000 I'm going to go on the show just to laugh at Josh's <laughs> face. No, I'll still, of course, uh, be loyal to the people that had me on early. But but it would be nice to be able to be like, I don't need it. Right, one where day. Where you're going on because of your relationship with somebody in a town rather than the need to try and sell tickets at the last Yeah, time. yeah, exactly. The dream. Living the dream. But you know what? Living it's still, dream. it is the dream. I will say that. Even though 20 people showed up last night, even though I'm here doing morning radio, it beats waking up and doing a 9 to 5 job any day a lot of people no out there question. right now are listening to this from work and they're miserable and they're going home to their fat wives <laughs> and their fat family <laughs> and at least we're not doing that right at least we're here that's how true did you get in, how did you get into comedy i was a class clown and um 
who knows? I think every comedian's probably been through some uh, serious trauma, but I blocked that out. And now I just like making people laugh and just started doing open mics in L.A. and then opened for people. And then the owners of House of Comedy saw me opening for people and they were like, we want you to headline. And here I am. Full circle. Well, that's wonderful. That's yeah. great. I'm glad to hear that because it is a wonderful room. Oh, it's great. I mean, and also a lot of people make fun of it that is in the Mall of America. But for me, not being from here, it gives me something to do. I like walking around the mall. Yeah. And in the winter, you being from you know San Diego, it feels a little colder here than out there, I assume. So you don't have to go outside ever. You don't have to deal with the elements other than having to drive here. Yeah, totally. No, it's great. Have you guys been there before when you, when you guys lived here, before you got to move to Florida? I didn't move to Florida. Oh, you're just there. You didn't move there. You're no, vacationing. I did not move to Florida. Uh, but in any case, no, we we – Back in the day, uh, I did a morning show across the street for 37 and a half years, and nobody at that time, and I mean nobody, and this was all the big headliners would tell me, that back in the day before my generation, they would not allow comedians to come on their shows unless it was like Bob Hope or somebody that big. Mm-hmm. So I said, why? We bring, on these, bring people on and they make you laugh. Why wouldn't you do that? So I, for 37 years, brought comedians onto my show we had a wonderful time i met everybody i've met every comedian that's ever been born now that i've met you ari which is a good good thing but yeah i mean they flooded to come on the show because they couldn't get on any other show uh which made no sense to me whatever why wouldn't you want professional comedians making you laugh on a friday morning that's stupid but then right. everybody started doing it, and now it's a situation where they all have their own show, so now they're back to not coming on the morning shows anymore. And how, how about you? How does that affect your career and your job? Is, have you found it way more competitive and a, a much bigger struggle to get listeners and sponsorships, or you've been in the game so long it doesn't really affect you? It's, I've been very, very lucky as far as... It still takes time to develop. I, I was told, basically, when, when you move from, from radio to podcasting it's going to take a couple of years to get back to where you were just because it takes that doesn't matter everybody knows who you are you've been in business for 54 years but it doesn't matter it has to do with your daily routine more than anything else podcasting is about a routine there's no question whereas you get in your car and listen to a radio station you just do that anyway you can do that with podcasting now too but it, it does take time but we've been very very lucky you know, we've had some sponsors that are a pain in the ass, like Josh Arnold. But you know, thank other you than... very much. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, I'm no, very demanding. Way. I'm very demanding. That's it. We just had a, a couple of, you know, pretty big name, not huge name, uh, Hollywood people show up on the show in the last couple of months, talking about the fact that that unless you're a huge name and acting in in Hollywood, you're not going to make very much money anymore. It's just yeah. money. Oh, so you, yeah, so you know all about that? A little bit. I live in Los Angeles. I've lived there for the last 12 years. And I, okay. it's definitely on the decline with internet yes. streaming and social yep. media and how easy it is to make content. I think there's one third less film and TV productions than there were even last year. It's declined Correct. by around 33% just in the last year. And I think it's only supposed to continue to decline. So the industry as a whole is shrinking. It's not that there's no work, right. but there's definitely less work. So as a straight white guy, I, I need to see the writing on the wall and move you over to the internet. In. Yeah, I just don't fit it now unless you're like 
a lesbian, diverse human being, you're not working in Hollywood. It's not. So. Whoa. whoa. <laughs> what is this lesbian, diverse people? That's what they want what? now in Hollywood. They want lesbians yeah. and diversity. You got to check as many boxes as possible off of the R. Do we have this representation in yeah. our film? Yeah. Just turn on TV. Look at the commercials. There are no white families in commercials. There is oh, not at in all. Asian woman with a black man, and somehow they have an Indian child together. It doesn't make any sense. I've kind of questioned that. It's like, I, I do not understand that. I've never seen that. You're like, yeah, in your head, you're like, I, yeah, this could be a real thing, I suppose. I suppose that there are families like this that exist, but it's not really representing reality, but that's okay. Well, Ari, we were just talking about this morning. I can't remember what the part. Tevin, do you remember the department? This this guy, the guy who made the statement about, he came out on national television and said, "I have talked to the people in my department, and we will no longer be using the word manpower." <laughs> yeah, I don't. He actually made a national announcement wow. about that. That's the world we're in. Like do or do or don't, but. To like go on a podium and pat yourself on the back for it is just strange. <laughs> it's weird. I don't know what what what's what happened to a company called Manpower. Yeah, Manpower. Yeah. yeah. They got did canceled. You ever work? Did you guys did you guys ever uh, do day labor for Manpower like I did? I never did. No. I've never even heard of that company to be honest. Manpower. Okay. Manpower. They were right next to uh, the Kmart. They were right next to the Kmart. <laughs> Actually, I exactly. gotta think they were they were right next to the bail bondsman. Um, Makes sense. And I gotta gotta think. And the pawn shop. Actually, they were between the two, <laughs> on uh, Federal Street in Camden, New Jersey. And when I would come home for for college vacations uh, during the school year, my dad would wake me up extra early, say, "Get out on you know get your run done," because uh, I've got to leave. Leave for the office at 7.30, and I'm dropping you off at Manpower. You need to get some money. So I did day labor, you know, for during a school vacation. So a week, two weeks at a time, and you'd be sent out to all kinds of jobs. Not too many Jewish wage. guys do day labor either. That's the unique. <laughs> yeah, but you're a real trailblazer, yeah, Josh. Yeah. Great point. No, it, we, there were not too many... Jewish guys, and particularly, uh, you know, skinny guys with glasses and a lot of hair <laughs> doing day labor. And, uh, Tom, it was the State Department. Blinken sent out a memo. It was Blinken. Yep. yep. And with the whole, like, manpower thing, I mean, maybe I just am not educated enough to know this, but I always assumed that you had horsepower, which referred to the power of horses, and then manpower was, like, human Human, like right, it is. manpower, it is. It but is, yeah. you know, apparently now we just say it's just meaning men as in the gender. Oh God, is it ever gonna? It's never gonna change. We had Doctor Phil on uh, the morning show, and he was beside himself with all this. Don't say this word. Don't say that word. You might upset somebody of this. Don't say the sun has come up. Don't say the sun has set. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like Jesus. Is anybody happy? See, if I was that guy, I would have gone up and I would say, "We are never <laughs> going to use the word manpower again." From now on, it's male power. Male power. <laughs> Good point. Josh is choking to death. You okay? Oh, I, yeah, just you guys make me laugh. That's it. Oh, that's yeah. what all you all you come you know comedians. I'm just a 
I'm just a old investment advisor using and old state state investments, you know, primarily focused on the internet and leisure companies. And so, Josh, you sponsor this show, it sounds like. And we, we all wanted to know as listeners, I've been listening to the show a long time. And I want to know, what is your net worth? <laughs> well, it's a lot more than the one or two Bitcoins that you have. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, shots fired. Shots. Shots go. fired in both directions. Oh, and there's Tevin Robert. I love ooh, it. Shots I got my popcorn fired. ready. Fight, fight, fight. <laughs> I'm just speaking for the people here. A lot of the comments I'm seeing on the internet, they're like, Josh is probably worth about $30 billion. I want to know if that's true, if the rumors are true. Yep. He actually keep, has one of those big. Room, keep keep the rumors going. Yeah, he he has <laughs> one of those big houses that is on the boat tour where they right between mm -hmm. Sly yes. and uh, this is you know, Josh Arnold's yep. house. <laughs> and then Josh, uh, we were also wondering if you would be willing to donate fifty grand to me. <laughs> Directly. Yes. Directly. Because yeah, you plan on I'd buying. Happy, I'd be happy to do that. There are a few conditions, of okay. course. Okay, you have to wear a Josh Arnold Mr. Money Talk shirt Ooh, with like my phone number emblazed on it. Every show. On every show that wow. you do. Even if you make negative comments about me. <laughs> you don't care. Bad press is good press. Yeah. Yep. Any yeah. press is good press. That's correct. Hilarious. Um, as long as uh, you, you don't use Dick... Uh, Former President Nixon's line, I am not a crook. I am not a crook. Yep. There you go. <laughs> well, that's carried on. Was that 1968? That's been carried on for a while. <laughs> he's like, who the hell is Richard Nixon? I've heard of him. I know. You're, we're the same age, but it's still, it's... I, I think of Richard Nixon the same way I think of, like, the Civil War. It's like, it's something that happened so long ago that it's irrelevant to me. Mm -hmm. He was impeached? He was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, well, wait. No, no, he was no. He was almost impeached, but he resigned he before resigned, he could yeah. be impeached. That's gotcha. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm more but he was of a, going to be. Do you guys get yeah. political on here? Oh, you can absolutely. I love Donald J. Trump. <laughs> oh, good for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy for you. Thank you. Now, Thank I got to be honest with you. If anybody told me they like Trump or Biden, I go, "Good for you." <laughs> and when I say I like him, I just mean I like him more than Biden, which isn't hard to. Uh, like do I feel like at this point in both of their likability is very low right yes. now along uh, around is. the uh, political yeah. how corrupt is our system if they are the only two choices mm -hmm. well it's a good point well I, yeah. I'd go I'd go a little further how how poor are both political parties that they that they are dependent on people who may be in the home in the next few years. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even think you have to put maybe before that. Yeah. Eighties, people in their eighties. I mean, there do you you mean to tell me that there is somebody that is not that has, has experience that's not in their late forties, fifties or early sixties. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That can that can uh, that's been around that can handle handle this job. I mean I, I know that I want to work until they, they do put me in the box. But I'm not president of the United States. Yeah, but when it, you start looking. No, I'm just. You start looking around the world at at the the leaders. Mm -hmm. They're still they're still all baby boomers. 
Yeah. Well, and when you say you want to work till they put you in the box, you're riding a bike and having a conversation at the same time. I don't think either Joe Biden or Donald Trump could do what you're doing right now. <laughs> Pretty yeah. sure. Not yeah. at the same time. No. <laughs> Joe Biden couldn't do either one of those things just one at a time. <laughs> I got a question for you. Has there been a decent president since Teddy Roosevelt? Bill Clinton, probably. You think so? I mean, we grew up with him, so we're a little biased, but yes. We were in uh, economic surplus. He liked to fornicate with his interns. He was a pretty cool guy. He wore sunglasses. Yeah. He was a very, very sharp, sharp individual. Mm -hmm. Very, very smart. Uh, Did he like going to Epstein's Island here and there? Yeah. But who, you know, who doesn't? (laughs) Yeah, apparently so did a lot of people. There you go. Who doesn't like fun in the sun, right? So other stuff might have been going on the island, but he was just getting a tan. What's happening sure. with the island now? Like, I want to go now. I yeah, believe it's being ever... made into an amusement park. Or who like, there's it, a though? Somebody bought it. It's uh, Josh we, bought it. We talked about it, it a while <laughs> back. It's like an amusement park company bought it, and it's going to get turned into a resort, I believe. Wow. Stephen Deckoff bought it. I changed my name and De- my last yeah, I was name was Deckoff. <laughs> Welcome to Deckoff Island. Yeah, no oh, thanks. We'll deck you off. I genuinely want to go, though, now that it's bought by someone else. I want to see what they turn it into. It has see, a cool history to it. It sounds fun. What I would have done is I would have turned it into one of those ghost tours. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here we can see the ghost of, and then I say a politician, but if I said it right here, I'd get assassinated. So <laughs> I'd, have, I'd have to save it for the tour. That's all true. There's no question about it. Yeah, I don't... I, so who actually owns the island now that he's dead? Stephen Deckoff. Oh, Deckoff did buy it? He from bought who? it, yes. From who, though? From Epstein, I believe. Oh, before Epstein died? I believe... Well, I think he died. Happened. It went into arrears or whatever oh, it's called. Oh, I see what you're saying. Wait a minute. I'm so not he arrears. The island. He did. So, did he, he, he bought it from the bank? Yep, uh, for $60 million. That's $60 not even million. that much. Oh. For an he island. Bought it, he, he bought it for... He could have bought uh, five boats. No, he could have bought one-fifth of a boat. <laughs> one-fifth of a no, boat. No, well, that's right, one-fifth of the boat. But, I mean, true. Geez, you have a whole island. I'd much rather have the island. I would absolutely boat. rather own an island than a boat, 100%. No, Less Ari, maintenance. Will you go, I mean, to this island only if they have a, a Ferris wheel? I'll go. I'll they could pay me fifty bucks and I'll go. I'll go perform there. <laughs> fifty dollars. Yeah. Stand up. Pay, yeah. Pay for my boat trip and fifty bucks and I'll go. When you go to a restaurant, you expect the chef to be an expert. You expect your auto mechanic to be an expert when it comes to fixing your car. You judge them both by the results of their work. Josh Arnold is an expert in investments and planning your financial future. Josh Arnold is my expert, and he should be yours too. I talk to Josh every week, and he understands the market and the economy, and he knows how to plan for your retirement. Don't put it off another day. The man with your plan is Josh Arnold. Call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll have an expert planning and managing your financial future. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC Security Investment Advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. 
This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. I just find it strange that they he's trying to put a luxury resort on this mm-hmm. property. But, I mean, we're talking about a culture where they still don't have a 13th floor on many buildings. Right. Because they're, they think that something bad will happen if they live on floor 13. Yeah. And yet true. you think people are willing to go to this, like, pedo <clears throat> island to stay at a resort. I don't know. It's a It's a gamble, that's for sure. If they make the prices good enough, people will forget pretty fast. Oh, yeah. That is true. Yes. Probably true. How many how many uh, buildings are over 13 stories on this island? On Epstein Island, zero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm talking about, like, you know, go to any condo, tall enough condo. It's going to lack a 13th floor. Well, the building we're in right now does not have a There's 13th floor. There's no 13th floor. floor. Yeah. That's true. They should lean into it and have a bunch of masseuses on the island, of age masseuses, <laughs> and just <laughs> make it exactly age. like it was. Just legal, and say we replicated <laughs> it. If you want to see how billionaires lived, mm-hmm. adults only this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't really catch the drift of all that stuff. I guess you know I've been married to the same. I've known her for forty-four years. We've been married uh, J- July seventh. It'll be forty years. Wow. I've never understood that. I'm married. I have kids. I think I'll go to an island and bang some teenager. What? You don't even understand it after no, forty I years. Not You're not understand. bored. A little bit? No, you haven't no. met my wife. She, she is wow. not boring. I will <laughs> tell you that. She's far too good for me is a good way to put it. I've been with a girl for a couple of years, and I definitely understand it. <laughs> I, I want to d- hear all about her. What's the deal? Uh, we met on the ID, I messenger on Instagram. We met mm-hmm. up. She's a beautiful woman. She's about nine years younger than me. Okay, same with Catherine. She's eight years younger than me. Yeah, and we're just, uh, you know, we're just two kids in love. Our libidos are a little off. That's our biggest issue. That's my, libi- my libido's up here. Her libido's sure. right here. But it's besides absolutely. that, we're good. I understand completely, but it sounds like you have a happy life, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, overall. Overall, it's happy. I'm just investing in NVIDIA, doing stand-up <laughs> at the Mall of America. Got a girl nine years younger than me. Might go to Epstein's Island next year if they book me. So life's all well, right. You've got it's, a great life. Yeah. You have a great life. I do. And the, the island is are a, envious of you. They are. They should be. It's great. It yeah, really is. The island is a 25-room resort, so it'll be about as many people as we're at your show yesterday. Yeah, there you go. So, <laughs> oh, there you go. They'll be intimate. They have their own hotel room. Well, no, there's, there's a difference. There's, there's a 25-room resort. But the uh, people who are going to that resort, they are all Bitcoin uh, oh, millionaires. Yeah, Bitcoin, Bitcoin millionaires. <clears throat> yeah, so they're, they're pay, they pay for everything in Bitcoin. And Josh, why do you say sell Bitcoin? Why do you say don't invest in Bitcoin? There's, there's nothing behind it. Got it. There is, if you can tell me what, what is behind Bitcoin other than... Uh, the hype and people say, well, it's going to be worth this. I what say, about okay, using it as it currency do? to buy, for example, drugs on the dark web, Ill- illicit drugs? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely into that. No. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's about what it's used for. I mean, I can I can see somebody moving from 
Venezuela wants to move to the United States and they deposit all of their money into uh, Bitcoin and they leave. They put the uh, uh, all their money in a stick in the uh, in the sole of their shoe in the midsole and they leave. They get to uh, Miami. They download load this thing at the at um, Robin Hood and say, give me my give me dollars. But couldn't you say the same thing about a lot of things like gold? What's behind gold besides gold, a useless metal that you're not going to use? What's behind Bitcoin besides an algorithm that you might not use? Yeah, I say the same thing about gold, silver um, or any any precious uh, we'll say precious gems. It's the same thing. Um, although precious gems such as diamonds, you can carry carry around a lot easier than you can carry around uh, silver coins or you know gold bars or gold gold coins. Uh, so Bit- Bitcoin fits in that same category. It doesn't do anything, but in the case of the gold, there is I do have that gold ingot, so to speak. That can be traded, but again, I'll go back to uh, Berkshire Hathaway's Warren Buffett years ago uh, was asked about gold and why Berkshire Hathaway didn't own gold, and his response was fairly simple. He said, "You could take all the gold that was ever mined or ever exist existed. You could pile it up in one room in a block, mm-hmm. and you could look at." It. Or for the value of that gold, you could go out and buy all the farmland in North America. And at that time, six Exxons, when Exxon was the largest company by market capitalization, and still have money left over. Which do you want? The gold or do you want the farmland and the six Exxons? Well, that to me is an easy, easy answer. I want the farmland and the six Exxons rather than the gold. Because the farmland and the six Exxons produce uh, revenue, which can be turned into income. Uh, The gold, now it goes up and down. The value is not zooming up. It's not even, as they say, inflation adjusted. You need to have gold to protect you from inflation. No, I'd sooner own Coca-Cola because when they started talking about inflation back in the 80s and I look at the price of Coca-Cola, then the price of Coca-Cola today and all of the dividends that have been paid out and the increase in dividends from then till now and look at the price of gold, uh, Coke far uh, outdistances uh, gold. so that's, but again, doesn't do anything. Bitcoin doesn't do anything. And to me, there's nothing behind Bitcoin. You'd be better taking the money in Bitcoin and go buy more NVIDIA. And over any period of time with all the ups and downs in NVIDIA, they're going to happen over the next several years. You'll do much better in NVIDIA. So a question I have for you, because if you watch television, 
you have all these, you know, famous judges and actors, and they're all telling you you should buy silver and gold. You need to buy gold. How do they finance those commercials? Do people actually follow their word and go out and purchase gold? I mean, is that yes. why they're on TV every day? Yeah. I mean, if, if you start looking, um, well, I'll, I'll get come back to the Super Bowl ads, but the cost to buy gold. Um, and you're buying coins usually that are, that are okay. advertised. You've mm -hmm. got to pay a 10% commission to buy, 10% commission to sell. And what you, if you're buying a gold coin, you're actually buying not only the gold, you're buying a numismatic. So it has a, a another value. So first off, in order to make money, you've got to have that gold go up 20%. That's just to break even on the buy and the sell. Right. That's a that's a hard ask for that kind of asset. Mm -hmm. And then you have to hope that the company you bought it from is still around. Uh, or if you take it someplace else, another coin dealer and say, I want to cash in my um, gold coin. They look at it and say, oh, well, Jesus got some scratches on it. You bought it in this condition. It's really not worth that oh, uh, condition that it's in. Ugh. Whereas if you're buying, we'll say, uh, I'll even go back to Bitcoin. You're better off in that case buying Bitcoin because I don't have the 10% in, 10% out fee. Uh, if I wanted, there are now exchange-traded funds that deal in Bitcoin so I can... Buy and sell those directly, we'll say, from Robinhood or, or any other brokerage firm. And you can track the price of, of Bitcoin um, on your iPhone. I've got to mention an Apple product because that's my largest position. Uh, and Apple may not, may not be uh, the stock for you, but in any case... Um, you can track track the price of Bitcoin on your iPhone or even if you're watching uh, most financial news shows because Bitcoin is they track Bitcoin as much as they uh, track uh, government bonds or the Nasdaq index or the S&P index or the Dow. Uh, so in that case, you know, as a hard, uh, we'll say uh, an asset like Bitcoin is, is better than gold or silver, but not for me. Ooh, I like it. You've stunned everyone. What do you think okay. of that action? Um, okay, here, here we go. I'll give, give you uh, another favorite company that I have. I'll say my second largest uh, position. And again, this might not be a, a stock for everybody. Hooters. You were telling me about Hooters. it before the show. You have a huge and a large investment in the Hooters restaurant chain. <laughs> Pretty interesting. The, the, the French fries are really good. Uh, I'll say my, my girlfriend and my daughter say, geez, Dad, you know, your, your running shorts are shorter than the shorts that the Hooters uh, servers wear. How can you be outside like that? I said they're comfortable shorts. When's uh, the recession going to hit? Oh, good question. 
That's a very good question. Um, I don't know, but I will, will say that the last recession we had was the first six months of 2022. Uh, and a recession is defined as two straight quarters of negative GDP growth. And since that time, we've had positive GDP growth. And, and they say they hit every 10 years. So you think potentially we got another 10 years, roughly? Uh, well, sometime within the next 10 years, there's going to be a recession. Defined as, we'll say, as an economic slowdown. You could have certain industries, even in an expanding economy, that are in a recession or uh, are in a bear market in terms of their stock prices, a bear market defined as stocks being down 20% or more for a period of time. Uh, so we're having bear markets in, uh, in banks, bear markets in uh, the energy patch right now, definite bear market in natural gas, which is dirt cheap right now. Uh, but I don't, as much as a, a lot of strategists and economists say, well, we're going to have a recession, uh, I, don't, I don't think so, uh, at least not, not this year. Uh, That's good news, good news for the family. Indeed. Yeah. No I mean, people are, people are still spending money. They're spending it on different places. Yeah, I suppose that's probably true. They do spend it in different places. Now, we've only got a few minutes left, so I want to bring this up again, the fact that the news was pretty wild the last couple of days uh, and making the statement, and I called Josh and talked to him about this and asked him you know, about it. Um, they are literally saying, all of the experts are saying, uh, in order to get by and really live the life you want to live, you're going to have to invest your money. Do you all agree with that? Oh, yeah. I do. Depends how much money you make, though. What if you're I, I, What if you're making a million bucks a year? You probably oh, yeah, don't need to invest thing. it. Yes, yeah. yeah, so you still a have pittance. to invest money. Just take take a look, and I'm and I'm very very serious about that. Take a look at at all of the professional athletes, mm -hmm. who for brief periods of time make a lot of money, and then take a look at the number of professional athletes, uh, or um, since you're in in Los Angeles, also. Um, high-paid actors or actresses that are paid a lot of money for a short period of time, and they can't—they can only maintain that lifestyle for that short period of time while they're making the money. And unless they invest their money in stocks, bonds, real estate, or other—you know—another form that's going to generate them uh, income, they're going to have to. Uh, change their their lifestyle yeah fair enough and change it uh dramatically you you are you're doing the best thing no matter what you're you're making you're putting money away into the s p index fund uh, or oh, yeah i got a house too i got some real estate going on um looking to invest in a sweatshop for apple Get the kids I think that'd be working. wonderful. Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> I would like that. Uh, I've got I've got uh, Tim Cook's phone number, and you could you could talk to him about de developing here in the United States 
a manufacturing plant for them. Mm -hmm. I like it. It's time for me to do my biggest job now. Josh, since they are not just recommending, they're demanding that you invest with an advisor. How do people get a hold of Josh Arnold? They can give me a call. 952-925-5608. 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. You always get straight talk, not sure code advice. As well, if you forget the phone number, go to see Ari at the House of Comedy. He's going to be wearing my shirt, which will have the phone number embezzled <laughs> on it. <laughs> now, Ari, now we going on. To, so where can people go see you do your wonderful act? Where, where can they see it? You know, I'm going to be all over the country, but this weekend at the House of Comedy in Minnesota, and you could just check out my website, arimanis.com, for all my upcoming dates and alternative financial advice. i got to be honest with you, I'm very serious about this, because I didn't know, Ari, you were going to be on. And so I, before the show started, before I, I met you and talked to you on this show, I thought, an investment guy with a stand-up comedian, how's that going to work? But you were brilliant. Two Jews. Two Two Jews. We connected. (laughs) Two Jews connected, and there's no question about it. I got to tell you something. uh, I'm glad you kind of brought that up in a way because I told Josh this already. Catherine and I walked over to where Andy is staying, uh, dropped him off. He went up with his two-year-old and his wife to have a nice evening. We turn around, and we're going to walk back, and ran into a Palestinian uh, parade. Oh, wow. In right Florida. Right the middle of the street. In Florida. They're everywhere. Ve- Florida's very up. Florida doesn't do that kind of thing. So I don't know where these guys were from, but I thought, it is so weird to... Look, I grew up in a black Jewish and Catholic neighborhood. For me, that was my life and all the rest of it. So I've known a lot of Jews, a lot of Catholics, a lot of black people in my life. Uh, Tevin's the only black person I don't like. I like, like that. Yeah, Woo! I got to even out. I got to even the even Woo! the scales out. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I said this turned out to be a lovely show. I really learned a lot. It was terrific. Go see Ari at the House Comedy. It is tonight, tomorrow night, and Sunday. Correct. That's correct. Thank you. Thanks for the oh, plug. Thanks, thanks for having me. You guys are a bunch of great guys, and I hope to see this show grow, grow, grow. And then next time I'll do it, it'll sell out all my shows. I guarantee it'll happen, pal. Get out there and see Ari. Give Josh a call and invest money with him. Otherwise, you're going to go under. That's what I was told by the national news. Right? (laughs) That's what you were told by the national news. Invest your money. Find an investment advisor to help you. And you can find him, Josh Arnold, at what number? 952-925-5608. Does that go right to you? Someone calls that. Are you picking it up? Are you going to say, I got to go right now? Yeah, I, if, if you were to call either my assistant will pick is. up the phone or me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> One or the other. Oh, God. I, wonderful. A little humor on, on the way out, and it's, you know. My favorite joke of all time, actually, is a, is, is a lot of people are deeply offended because they, they go through this whole list of... Um, Two, two Italians ro- walk into a bar and rob it. Okay. Two Jews walk into a bar and buy it. <laughs> and two Irishmen walk out of a bar. Now, what do you think of that? That's a three-beat, isn't it? 
<laughs> I, I think so. That's a trifecta, we like to call it. <laughs> a trifecta right there. I learned that joke when I was about eight years old, I think. It was something like that. Because like I said, of where I grew up, it was a very, very popular joke. That's all I have to say. <laughs> all right, gentlemen, have a magnificent day. We will talk to everybody on Monday. You too, bye. Look forward to it. Thank you.